0: Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. When I was young, I wanted to be like my, my favorite sports heroes, music heroes, whatever it was, whatever it was that I was into in that moment. I wanted to be like them, whether it was sports, music, acting, etc., You know, the professionals are so good at what they do, they make it look like so much fun and so easy at at what they do so often. And they sometimes get paid lots of money for doing what they enjoy, which is pretty cool. So naturally, the thing to do is to pick up a guitar or a basketball and see what you can do. And you usually find out really quick that it doesn't happen overnight. It takes lots and lots of practice. And so when you learn to do something, whether in sports, work, or music, you usually have to start with the basics. You don't just start at the top of your field. You have to learn the, the fundamentals of how to do something that you're trying to do. And even when you get good at your trade, when you reach a particular level, you still have to go back and practice the fundamentals, the basics. You have to remind yourself again and again of the way you're supposed to do a particular thing. So as I was meditating on our readings this week, what jumped out at me was the basics of our passages, all of the readings. Timeless truth theological fundamentals, things that we should know as followers of Jesus Christ, and also things that we should remind ourselves often. Because if we, if we don't, our understanding of God and his work in this world can get out of sorts. So even in our Christian faith, we have fundamentals. So with that, I have four basics of the Christian faith from our reading today. Four basic truths. So number one, Jesus laid down his life for us. Number one, Jesus laid down his life for us. Because of sin in our lives and in this world, we are in need of salvation. And the remedy uh, to sin, the person who supplies that salvation is Jesus Christ, who gave his life for us on the cross so that we might be saved and sometimes we, get, we can get a little mixed up on this because, I mean, it sounds simple, but every so often someone will suggest that the Jews killed Jesus or that the Romans killed Jesus or that Judas ultimately is responsible for killing Jesus because he betrayed him. And although the Jews tried Jesus in an unjust court in the secrets of the night And although the Romans tortured Jesus and hung him on a cross, and certainly Judas did betray Jesus with a kiss, it was Jesus himself who laid down his life for us. The good shepherd laid down his life for his sheep. And St. John writes this in the beginning of our reading from his first epistle, saying, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. Jesus says the same thing in our gospel reading from John. Five times in the gospel reading, Jesus says, I lay down my life. So fundamental truth number one, who killed Jesus? Jesus laid down his own life of his own accord, his own will, and he did this for us, his sheep. Number two, There is only one good shepherd. Now, this is a truth of our Christian faith that many people struggle with because, plainly, our our culture is pluralistic, just like in the days of the Roman Empire. Different faith groups or religions should certainly learn to coexist with each other in that sense, but that does not mean that we share the same path. There are a lot of voices out there wanting our attention, but there is only one voice that calls us to his own and lays down his life and gives us eternal life. And in our tradition and faith, in our holy scriptures, there is only one person that we can go through in order to be saved from our sins. There is only one way to receive eternal life, and that is in Jesus Christ our Lord. It is our baptismal confession. And Jesus says in our gospel today, I am the good shepherd. He does not say... I am one of the good shepherds. He says he is the good shepherd that lays his life down for the sheep. And he emphasizes this truth, saying that there is one flock and one shepherd. St. Peter preached this message in our reading from Acts. At the end of our reading, Peter says concerning Jesus, he says it very plainly, actually, There is salvation in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given among mortals by which we must be saved. So fundamental truth number two. By whose name can we receive salvation? Only by the name of Jesus Christ who is the good shepherd. Number three. We should be filled with the spirit. When we do not live in the fullness of the triune God, the Trinity, we often fail by trying to live the Christian walk on our own and it becomes hard and burdensome. We might give to one of two things, legalism or apathy, which are two problematic extremes. We tend to put a legalistic look on instead of a look of grace. Or, on the other hand, we just give up a sort of Laissez-faire Christianity, whatever will be, will be. I'll just love God, just he and me. But our readings are full of God in three persons, the blessed Trinity. And we have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And the way we know we have been forgiven by God the Father and the way we know that we abide in God the Son comes in our last verse of 1 John St. John wrote this, And by this we know that he abides in us by the spirit that he has given us. You see, the way we know that we are Christians is because the spirit is alive within us. And life in the spirit is not just a, a moment in time, an event. It is a continual walk. A continual asking for God to fill us with his spirit. We are to be full of the spirit of God. And that is something that we ask for. In Acts, we read a description of St. Peter, where he was preaching to all these Jewish leaders because of this healing. And he is described as being filled with the Holy Spirit. Notice the scriptures here do not say, and Peter who had the spirit, or Peter who who once received the Spirit at his salvation, it says he was filled with the Spirit. And that is a continual action. We walk in the Spirit, asking to be filled with the Holy Spirit, praying, come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of the faithful. When we continually ask for God to fill us with the Holy Spirit, we resist the temptation to become legalistic. When we ask the Holy Spirit to fill us, we resist the temptation to become apathetic or indifferent to the things of God. So fundamental truth number three, how do we stay faithful in this world to the call of God? By being filled with the Holy Spirit. And number four, our posture toward people in this world should be sacrificial love. Our posture toward people in this world should be sacrificial love. When we stumble with this Christian truth, we often become bitter and angry with people who do not live up to the perceptions of the way they should live. It usually brings on grumbling and complaining. But it is so clear in our readings of scripture that our life should be most known by the love we have for one another. Our reading from 1 John 3 says it so plainly. If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech but with actions and in truth. Our lives should be focused on helping our neighbors flourish in this world. I'll say that one again. Our lives should be focused on helping our neighbors flourish in this world. And the example is set by Jesus Christ, the good shepherd who lays down his life for us. So St. John points this out in our reading from the epistle. We know love by this, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for one another. It's a very different way of living than most of our popular culture. Living a life of sacrificial love toward the people around us is truly one of the most countercultural ways of living. To live life for yourself is to do what most people are doing. But to live your life so that others may succeed and come to faith in Jesus Christ, that is countercultural. And we live this life because we continually ask God to fill us with His Spirit. And we ask God to fill us because we believe in the one true God, Jesus Christ, the Good Shepherd, who laid down his life for us. So in our readings today, we have four fundamentals of our faith, four basics that we are to live out. Number one, Jesus laid down his life for us. Number two, there is only one Good Shepherd. Number three, we should be filled with the Spirit. And number four, our postures people in this world should be sacrificial love. So may you be encouraged today by the grace and love of God our Father, who through God the Son has redeemed us from our sins, so that we may live by the power of the Holy Spirit as we await that glorious day of our eternal salvation. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.